And once again, welcome to Mesilla Valley News Sports Podcast. We are live on the patio at the uh, Amador Live Eatery and Entertainment District. We are just outside of the Broken Spoke. And uh, as uh, usual, it's a very interesting evening, although partly cloudy, I would say, maybe mostly cloudy because there are a bunch of clouds in the sky, but the winds are picking up, as you can tell. And it is going to be a uh, rather uh, blustery couple of days for the next couple of days, so watch out for that one. But let's go over a few uh, bits of sports action that happened uh, over this last week and this last weekend. I believe Las Cruces High's Alyssa Cedillo and Centennial's Ty Barker defended uh, their state wrestling championships at the Rio Rancho Events Center over the weekend. Uh, Barker is a three-time state champion, winning in the 145-pound championship. And after winning back-to-back titles at 138, Barker defeated Atrisco Heritage's Tatum Garcia 5-3 to three in the final to finish his season 33-3. and three. Damn. And after placing as a very impressive, you hear our guest, but I'll get to that soon. Uh, after placing second in the eighth grader, or as an eighth grader, uh, Cedillo has won back-to-back state titles. Uh, she beat uh, Rio Rancho's Elena Gardova 11-3 to in the 100-pound final to finish her season 42-2. and uh, Mayfield's Valeria Garcia here won the 126-pound title, winning Goddard's Autumn uh, Cockrell in the final. So a couple of wrestling championships coming back to the Valley here, which is really nice. And uh, MSU uh, softball had their opening weekend at home. And uh, although uh, they were uh, – actually, no, they were dropped their first three games in the I- – 135 tournament, okay. So they were out of town this past weekend, but they had, uh, after starting off with uh, back-to-back wins, including with a four-hour shutout on Sunday versus Texas State, uh, the Aggies will return to Las Cruces next weekend for the annual Troy Cox Classic. So they will be here this weekend. Uh, they will continue to battle against number five Oklahoma State, Nebraska, Creighton, and New Mexico, and uh, CSU. Uh, Bakersfield will be coming into the NM State Softball Complex, and I believe they've got a doubleheader on Friday, starting at 4.30. And after falling on Friday and Saturday, NM State looked to pick up their first win of their season. They were the ones that were opening up at home this weekend against Bellamy. Sunday afternoon, and although they did go extra innings, they went 11 innings, they dropped that one uh, 10 to 9. So they're starting off at 0-3 right now. But they are headed to the Sugarland uh, Classic this weekend in Sugarland, Texas. And uh, they will battle Lamar, Northwestern State, Seton Hall, and, of course, uh, they're going to be doing so at the home of the Sugarland Space Cowboys. That's going to be pretty cool there. And uh, something that a lot of people were curious as to what was going to happen. Austin Trout, of course, we know that he is a great boxer, but he was fighting in the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, and he made his debut on Friday in Albuquerque in a matchup between New Mexico Combat Sports Legends, as it was uh, Trout and, of course, uh, mixed martial artist veteran Albuquerque native Diego Sanchez going out each other at Tingley, on the co-main event, and uh, Austin Trout just dominated that one, getting the win at Knuckle Mania 3. Destroyed him. Destroyed him. Destroyed him. You know, there were some questions as to how he was going to do with uh, bare knuckles as opposed to getting the gloves on there. Right. But I think a boxer going up against an MMA guy, uh, you know, they're going to win every time in the wing right there. Yeah, you'd think every time that, you know, there's no MMA, there was no grappling allowed in that matchup. I'm just going to come in now. Yeah, just come in now. I'm just just going to come in, yeah. Let us welcome Ed Carnathan, of course. Uh, he's coming in, and uh, Ed's been around sports for years, and of course, oh, at the CBD, right? My whole life, Gina. Your whole life. My whole life is is revolved around sports. Mm-hmm. My whole life, from and, when and, I was a kid up till now. And quite a, uh, and a little bit of it in sports 
entertainment. <laughs> it's sports entertainment. <laughs> maybe we'll, we'll bring that up a little maybe, bit later. Yeah, maybe we can talk about that later. But yeah, yeah Austin absolutely destroyed Diego the Nightmare Sanchez up in Albuquerque. And uh, cool story, if mm-hmm. I could, real quick. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I messaged Austin and I told him, Congrats, champ, uh, on the big win tonight. You know, congratulations. And then the next day I woke up and I thought, you know, they had 9,000 some odd people in the Tingley Coliseum for this event. Yeah. Why can't we have 9,000 people inside the Pan Am Center? You know, I believe for that another we, event. I believe that we can have more. I believe we could have more I as mean, well. We have a whole so, lot more. Yeah, you know, little little uh, little secret I'm gonna put out. Hopefully this week I'm gonna talk with the uh, the owners of Knuckle of uh, Bare Knuckle Boxing and uh, see if we can strike some conversations up. Well, I think uh, you know between uh, Las Cruces and El Paso and the surrounding areas. Yeah, uh, nine thousand easy. I think we easy. can get that one easy, yeah. easy. Especially especially if we have Austin on the card or some, absolutely some local uh, connections and uh, if if like I, if Austin's gonna fight for the title. Then he's going to fight for the title in Las Cruces. That's right. We got to give him, uh, right. you know, give him home territory for that one for right. sure. And uh, of course, uh, this past weekend they also had the NBA All Star Game, and Team Giannis won that one, one eighty four to one seventy five. Oh. As always in the NBA All Star Games, not a lot of defense going on in those games. There's there's no defense whatsoever. I think maybe somebody looked at the ball hoping to use telekinesis to try and uh, get yeah. some defense in there, but. Uh, but he, uh, Giannis did win, and uh, that was actually, you know, like I said, those games are fun to go ahead and watch it and everything. So, yeah. yeah, all-star games are always a, a good time to watch. Although, hello, my friends. We've oh, got a couple of we got we got, birds coming. We got some birds. In. Yeah. Okay, as long as they don't hit to the fans above us, yeah. then we'll, we'll be, be okay because we'll okay. they might be sitting up there. But, uh, yeah, no, all-star games are a little bit fun, although um, didn't get a chance to talk to you after the, uh, the NFL, NFL uh, Pro Bowl weekend. Uh, not really sure of that new format. Uh, I didn't, uh, wasn't quite sure of that because to me, and I said I was talking with Max about it that week, and I dated myself very much because to me it seemed a little bit battle of the network stars. Yeah. Oh, there you go. See, somebody yeah, actually got the reference. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. So, and 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 if you don't know what that is, look it up on uh, YouTube. They've got a couple episodes right uh, there. Eric Estrada taking on uh, somebody. You know, I, yeah. I can remember watching it was, it. back then when there were only three networks. They were friendly to each other, and different yes. uh, stars from different shows would actually compete on one of the networks. Uh, Obstacle course, swimming. They did swimming. All, all. They did all kinds of events. Actually, my my favorite. I bought it up back then was the Simon Says. Simon Says. So they get that professional Simon Says guy and just <laughs> takes them out left and right, and it, that was uh, my yeah. personal favorite. Although not a grueling sporting event. Lots of fun to watch. Lots sure. of fun to watch. Yeah. Lots of fun to watch. But they uh, really did have uh, a few athletes and stuff yeah. like that. But it was a lot of fun. I think that ran from the mid-70s yeah. to early 80s. So, But to me, that's what the Pro Bowl seemed like to me with a lot of those games and stuff going you on. You know what? I didn't even watch because I knew they were switching it to flag football. And it was like, uh, it's, you know, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. yeah. Um, because to me, when you get to an all-star game, you want a lot of the best players showing off their stuff, which is basically what the NBA does. They just yeah. show off a little bit right there. And to get, you know, a flag football thing, well, you know, uh, not quite as exciting. And I understand why they're doing they did that, and that's basically for safety. Yeah. You know, you don't want I mean, anybody, for somebody to get hurt in an all-star game. Yeah, especially it's the very last game they're playing for the season when a lot of these uh, pro bowlers are there. Yeah. And next thing you know, they get an injury that could affect them on the next season. Yeah. So, you know. Got to protect your players. Got to protect yep. uh, the cash coming in. I'm just saying that. 
Could be about money. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, like I said, uh, our guest uh, this evening, and we've got a few of them. Uh, hopefully, we've got uh, a lineup here. Uh, but we're starting off with Ed Carnathan. And, you know, it's been a while since you've been on. You were in yeah. here in the fall. Um, how did your fall go? I know you had several of those. Oh, yeah. Went up there. Everything, you know, everything uh, sports, you know, coming out, of, like I said before, coming out of COVID, sports was really the first thing to, to step up and, and want to get things going again, right? So yeah. uh, we came right out of COVID and we, we had some, obviously our outdoor events were first, uh, you know, and, and still the outdoor events are dominating the indoor events. Absolutely. Uh, but, you know, uh, baseball, softball, that's our bread and butter. It'll always be our bread and butter in Las Cruces. We have great fields here in Las Cruces that are all located in one spot on Hadley Avenue. And we have some great events. So, uh, yeah, the fall went well, the enchilada tournament happened mm-hmm. our, one of our largest events that we have each and every year. Um, and we maxed out on teams again. It was about 264, 265, somewhere in there. Yeah. That's when those games are going to like two, three o'clock oh, in the morning. Oh, oh it's God. all day and all night. Yeah. Pretty the, much the rain, the all rain. All... Yeah. The rain hit us this year and we had to change the format, but, uh, the, the tournament finished. Mm-hmm. And it was successful once again. So a great event. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like I said, the one thing nice that's uh, good about Las Cruces, the weather uh, allows you to uh, actually bring in events pretty much year-round. Yeah. I mean, we have our moments for some of the outdoor events where the rain might creep up on you and uh, a few others. But that, you know, it's I, – I hate to be cliche about saying that New Mexico weather changes every couple of hours or something like that. But about an hour ago, it wasn't quite so windy. <laughs> right, and it's a little bit windy right now, Gina. Yeah, it's coming in, and I think we're expecting some uh, big blustery days. I'm glad the heaters are on, I'll tell you that. Well, you know, I, I am too. At first, I w- wasn't sure if they were going to be too close right now, but that's just the right perfect yeah, distance right, for that. Right distance, and, yeah. uh, and definitely this wind is chilly. And if you if you turn to your right, you get that sunset coming down. Oh, yeah, sunset, beautiful. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, like I said, the weather really lends itself yep. to bringing in a lot of those events right here. And then, of course, yep. uh, some of the indoor events that you have with some of our venues we have, like Las Cruces Convention Center and others, yep. really allow you to bring in uh, some other stuff here. Oh, absolutely. The Convention Center, we've held uh, boxing, uh, cage fighting, you know, MMA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've had wrestling in the Convention Center before. We've mm-hmm. had uh, grappling tournaments, wrestling tournaments. Um, martial arts uh, tournaments. Martial arts, yeah. judo. Uh, we've had all kinds of uh, great events inside the convention center. Uh, I'd love to have basketball and volleyball in mm-hmm. there as well, but it's not big enough for that. Nah, yeah, there's a little bit of a height restriction <laughs> yeah, on that one. That there. And we don't have enough uh, floor space to put down. You know, usually with volleyball and basketball, you know, you got to have 10 to 11 mm-hmm. courts to be able to pull something off. And uh, we can only fit, I don't know, probably three, four Five, maybe five courts total. Maybe. I maybe. think you're pushing it with yeah, five probably. on there because you got to have people come in and watch the game. Right. Uh, you got to have <clears throat> spectator seating as well. And and that's that's tough to do right now. But it's, a, you know, we have the high school gyms mm-hmm. uh, that we use, uh, Activity Center on campus at New Mexico State. That's a great place to, to have basketball and volleyball and mm-hmm. some indoor events as well. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, had uh, Michelle Mason on um, yeah. last, uh, last week for uh, the, well, she helps out with the, uh, Activity Center and the Aquatic Center. The Aquatic Center, yeah. yep, our campus. Great, great lady. Uh, she helps out quite a bit when we have the Senior Olympics in town. Yeah, which we're in back we'll uh, again in June. <laughs> Pardon me. Next week, uh, just to give you a little tease, we are going to have um, we are going to have some people from the Senior Olympics come on. 
Oh, and uh, we're going to be talking about the Senior Olympics and some of the games coming up. Because oh yeah, the uh, the Doniana games. Yeah, they got they got to have to have their local qualifier here, and then those people can move on to the state championship. And they have got a ton of different events. You talk about yeah. a variety of events, and one of the things that because uh, I've been interviewing a lot of the managers for a lot of the events for the past few weeks, and we're going to start uh, airing those um, a little bit later on uh, this week and next week because we do have several events coming up uh, that they got to make sure that they're registered for. Right. But everything from swimming events, running events, yep. <clears throat> shuffleboard, you've got table tennis. Biking. Biking is in there. Washes. Cornhole. Washes. Horseshoes. Horseshoes, yeah. yeah. Ping pong. Ping pong. I mean, the whole thing, like, there's got to be something that you would be interested in. And the only thing that disturbed me about it is uh, you have to be 50 years right. old. We're old and, enough, we're yeah. old enough, to, we're old right enough to qualify for yeah. the Senior Olympics now. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought I'd see that. Yeah, we are. Yeah, when I, uh, when I first met you like 20 years ago, oh, to be on again. Anyway, um, yeah, so that was one of those things that uh, – so we're going to have uh, we're gonna have a couple of guests uh, that are uh, in for the Senior Olympics next week, and we'll be talking a lot about yeah. their events right here. But right now, I mean, what do you got coming up here with uh, the CPD? Well, uh, in January, if I could talk just uh, – Yeah, let, we can go. Hit the rewind button real quick. But okay. we, had, we had our first uh, – annual hopefully it's annual it's the state 47 las cruces marathon mm -hmm. which uh, included the marathon distance which is 26.2 miles the half marathon distance was 13.1 and then we had a 10k and a 5k in the kids mm -hmm. run so last year we just had the half marathon and we've always wanted to bring the full marathon back because we haven't had a full marathon here in las cruces in quite a few years yeah so the first year that we had it we had 111 participants this last one in January, we had over 400 wow. participating. So that was a great event. Uh, we have a great what, race director. Yeah, what was the course that you would run to get that marathon in in town? Well, we, we used the start and finish at the football stadium, the FOD, Field of Dreams. Mm -hmm. And then we used the running path that the city has out. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, you jump on the running path, you run along the river. For the full marathon distance, once you get to Cayo Norte, um, the half marathon turns around and goes back. But if you're doing the full marathon distance, then you would go up the snow road uh -huh. and you're running all the way down snow road, almost all the way to the highway, wow. turn around and come back. So that was our first year this year. And it was a Boston qualifier. Oh, nice. So if you get a certain time within your age group, you can qualify to be eligible for the Boston marathon. So that's why we wanted to do it. And we had, I think, 44 states represented wow. at this last one. 44 different states. Plus, we had some participants from Mexico that were here. And just people from all over. It was it was great. We're going to have it again. It'll happen the first Saturday in January of 2024. Mm -hmm. So we'll have that going on. Uh, that'll be a great event. And... Uh, We'll have that once again. Hopefully, it becomes an annual thing where we have it each and every first weekend in January. That is awesome, and uh, and once again, like I said, the idea that you're running a marathon in January, right. when most places are pretty much snowed in, right. or anything else like that. That's yeah, we had we had people from Chicago down, and you know, you asked them, hey. Would you be running in Chicago right now? No. No, 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 no. Well, uh, you know, I had the opportunity to travel up with the Aggies for the bowl game. Right. Yeah, and. Uh, it was pretty cold up in Detroit, and that was just, I think, a week or two weeks before you ran your race. So yeah, it was, it was great. It was a little, a little chilly in the morning, but once you get 
Once the sun comes up, it warms it up right away. It was well, uh, perfect weather to run. Yeah. Um, well, I um, used to date a cross-country runner, and she always said that when it's nice and cool in the morning, it's the best time to run. Yeah. Your body warms up, and it oh, yeah. keeps you cool, so you can really get your pace and yeah. start going on through there. So, you know, the runners like the cooler temperatures when they're starting off in the morning. Yeah. But usually our <clears throat> our sports season in the winter you know, winter, spring will will start in March, so mm-hmm. we're right there. You're, you're right here. Yeah, <clears throat> we're going to start uh, with uh, esports. You know, mm-hmm. we've talked about esports yeah, on this program. About e-sports, right? and, and MSU is going to have their esports uh, uh, competition. It's going to be the third, uh, fourth, and fifth. Okay. Of March. Do we know uh, what we're competing in? For those New Mexico State University, and and they have. Uh, we're going to be doing. Uh, Oh man, you would put me on the spot and say, "Ed, what video games are we play?" Well, I, um, I'm just wondering. Right? No, sure, sure. And I, I had him on the. I, I was thinking about it. the soccer game with the cars. What's that called? Soccer game with cars. Rocket, Rocket, Rocket League. League. Thank okay, you. Rocket League. That's a fun one. I have yeah. a phone of friends sitting here. By okay, the way. That, that's good. He's the esports coach from Centennial, and uh, he's he's gonna be. We're, we're gonna be doing Rocket Ball. We're gonna be doing uh, Rocket League. Rocket League. Rock, not Rocket Ball, Ed. Come on. No, Rocket League. Uh, Rocket League. Uh, we're also doing Super Smash Brothers. That's a good one. Right, that's a good one. Um, and then uh, League of Legends, I think, right? League, 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 League of Legends. Legends. Wow. Okay. And, and a couple others. But there's also going to be chess. They're also going to have a chess event. Okay. A live chess event, not a not, 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 not an esports chess event. But it'll be just a chess tournament that's going along with it as well. So it's going to be great. It's going to be at Corbett Center. And again, uh, the 4th of March. Saturday. March, that's Saturday. That's right. Saturday. And it's going to be a corporate center, and we're going to have all kinds of teams here uh, from outside the area, high school teams, college teams, second annual NMSU eSports Invitational. It's going okay. to be great. I'll have to see if I, well, I'm, I'm right in that university area. I'll have to yep. see if I can check that out. Is, yep. is it just Saturday, or is it running multiple it's, days? It's mostly going to be Most just Saturday. Saturday. I think we may run into Sunday if we need to, mm-hmm. depending on the amount of participants. Uh, the first year we had 250, just shy of 250. Mm-hmm. This year we're expecting uh, between four and 450. So it, it has expanded. It'll get a little bigger, and hopefully every year, right? We get yeah, a little bigger. Every year, every year little, you get little, a little bit bigger, little bigger, a little, bigger yeah. little brighter, and uh, you know, hopefully and, it keeps going. And next thing you know, you're running the entire floor of the Pan Am Center at a right. sports event. Yeah, that we wanted to be awesome. Yeah, man. when I when I sat down with NMSU Esports. Uh, two years ago, mm-hmm. whenever it was, and and I told them what I wanted to see. They had the same vision. We just we want to have the biggest and baddest esports tournament in the Southwest. When people think of esports in the Southwest, they're not going to think of Phoenix. They're not going to think of Tucson. They're not going to think of Albuquerque. They're going to think about Las Cruces. Absolutely. So uh, the uh, esports tournament that's going to be coming up on March fourth. Uh, yes. Really curious about that one. What else we got coming up? Well, uh, Las Cruces Public Schools will have their annual baseball and softball tournaments mm-hmm. that usually happen in the spring. That'll be the next weekend, the March 9th through the 11th, and then the baseball will be the 10th through the 11th. Mm-hmm. Um, eight teams in the baseball tournament, 16 teams uh, in the softball tournament, and those will be high schools from all over the place, all over the Southwest. And that'll get going. And, of course, our uh, super NIT – well, okay. before I get to that, we, oh. we can't we can't fit can't forget the Batan Memorial March. Oh yeah, that's right. Batan's going to be the coming. Batan's right? going to be the nineteenth, uh, nineteenth of March on a Sunday. Okay, and 
talked with them not too long ago, and we'll probably have about five, 6,000 participants. Mm-hmm. That's, it's, that. it's a big event. Yep. Hopefully, you know, right before COVID hit, we were hitting 10,000 yeah. with that event. So hopefully it'll get back up again. I know it will. It, it, I, I know it'll get back up to the big numbers again. Five, you know, five, six thousand is nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, that's, no, no, that, that's, that's, that's a good, good event. Yeah, but it's yeah. a good event, and it brings in a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have one of our first big youth baseball tournaments yeah. of the year. Mm-hmm. And that will be the 24th, 25th, and 26th. That's going to be the USSSA Batan Memorial Death March Super NIT. Wow. And that's an event that we've been running now for I think it's close, almost close to 15 years. Wow. It was, uh, we, you know, when, when we first brought it on, I think we had 40 some odd teams that were in it. Mm-hmm. And before COVID hit, we were up to 150, 160. Wow. So, well, you know, uh, and <laughs> I hear that caveat, but like before COVID, we had better, mm-hmm. better numbers. And that's one of the things that I think all the sports leagues are having to go ahead and bring back at that attendance oh, sure. back, at the participants back. Uh, something that was yeah. also mentioned with the Senior Olympics about getting all the seniors to go yeah. back and participate. Uh, but you know, yeah, they were down. The seniors were yeah. down. I would, I want to say, fifty percent participation. Yeah, but they were down. Uh, it was really close to that. But I'm sure it'll be even more this year as well. I think as we get further away, not that we're losing COVID at any time, it's still there. It's going to be around, and it's still well. I'll, I'll put it this way: around, but it's, viruses do what viruses do, and believe it or not, we still have cases of the Spanish flu that come around. Right. They could just call it a slightly different name. And so it'll just be hopefully one of these things that gets fairly benign, where you might be down for a couple of days as we go along. And that, yeah. I'm just saying that because that's just what nature does. Yeah. And you kind of feel it a little bit already as we're on that, uh, yeah. uh, you know, edge where it's kind of trailing off a little bit. But, you know, there's always the next thing that's come around. Don't want to freak people out, but there's always the next thing that's come around. Sure. Hopefully we, um, you know, we can deal with it because that's what we do. Right. We deal with it, right? Oh, also, this weekend, mm. forgot, uh, we're still in February. March is a couple weeks away. Yeah, February. we're still in February. We're yeah. still in February. We have a soccer tournament. Oh, okay. Uh, Cobra Soccer out of El Paso. They do a great job mm-hmm. uh, running events and now have their spring tournament. And it'll be this weekend, probably 100, 150 teams. Wow. Somewhere in there. But uh, youth from very young all the way through uh, high school age kids, uh, middle school age kids. It should be a great event. And uh, that'll probably be at the soccer complex. Yeah, soccer yeah. complex, high noon. Uh, they'll be using that. They'll be using uh, PVD, Preventio Van Dam on Hadley mm. Avenue. <clears throat> they'll have some fields set up over there. Burn Lake, they'll be using Burn oh, Lake wow, as yeah. well. So, nice to see uh, Burn Lake yeah. come back to be used a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's great to see uh, you know kids out playing and having fun. Oh, yeah, That's okay. what they should be doing, right? Absolutely. As you hit the wrong one there. Okay. Um, so uh, <laughs> I'd like... I like pushing all the buttons, and it's so much fun. It reminds me of being at work. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we got – wow, that's actually a lot of events, a lot of teams that are going to be yep. coming in. And uh, so if anybody ever wonders what traffic is doing, like, what is going on? And you can blame Why? Ed because, you know, he, he set the whole thing up. About what are it. all these uniform kids doing in all the restaurants? Yeah, We're exactly. trying to get that's a table to eat, and there's all these kids in here with these uniforms on. You can blame it on me. <laughs> Completely and uh, totally, uh, and we'll take the blame no, for that. It's not 100 percent me, but you know what I mean. No, you know, lots absolutely. of kids in, in, in all these teams. They come to town from outside and they bring money, right? And I was just about to yeah. say that that that, that is 
you know, your job is bringing these teams, bringing yeah. it in here to make it so that all, all of our restaurants, our hotels, yep. you know, all of our, uh, you know, places that they can go for tourism are going to be busy and taken up. So people that, uh, you know, maybe not have ever been in the Southwest. And, you know, you can see a lot of those yep. uniforms at the hotels, at the restaurants, yep. probably down in Messia. Or uh, walking around visiting some of the, the mall. places. The mall, yeah. That, Hanging out that, the mall. Doing yeah. Yeah, for some yeah. reason, the mall is just such an awesome place to visit for a lot of these kids, you know, but that's yeah. just the way it goes. Uh, but, yeah, you know, and, and that is a great economic boon. And, yeah. and honestly, Ed, you do a great job of bringing out a lot Thank of you. people. Thank you. Thank you, Gina. I appreciate it. And, it, you know, it's just not all me. We have we have great partners. Um, you know, to be able to bring in eSports, you got to yeah. have a great local eSport partner. And of course, that's New Mexico State, and that's all the high schools, mm-hmm. the high schools with their esports teams. And we couldn't do it unless they were on board and wanted to participate and wanted to be a part of it. Uh, soccer, obviously, you got to have a great local league. Softball, baseball, you got to have a great local presence to be able to pull these things off. Yeah. And we have some great partners. And uh, a lot of the facilities, you know, so the city uh, yeah. maintaining a lot of these facilities that you're yeah. going to be playing at. Our parks crew with the city of Las mm-hmm. Cruces, I will put them up against anybody in the Southwest. Yeah, they do, uh, much, they yeah. do a tremendous job on keeping everything lit and nice and lined and all that stuff, and we couldn't do it without them yeah. either. And they do a great killer job. And yeah, tremendous. As much work as they get for some of the tournaments that come into town, man, yeah. you know, you're surprised that some of the fields look the way that they do sometimes. You know. But, uh, yeah, they do a, a great job. And uh, so what else we got coming up on there? Well, we're working on a couple of uh, other things. Ooh, secrets. Secrets, secrets some okay. secrets. I guess I could spill the beans a little bit. Well, and, just and a, see. Did, 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 oops. Yeah, yeah, oops. All right, so dock diving, you know what that is? No. Dock diving. Oh, dock diving. Dock okay. diving. I thought, so it's not the hurt pun for a new uh, no. Uh, practitioner. No. 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 <laughs> okay. Dock diving. Dock, you're, not throwing a, you're not throwing a doctor into a pool. Okay. That's not it. That's a shame. There's a few yeah. of them. <laughs> You'd like to, right? Maybe. So the dogs. You know, oh. There's all kinds of events for dogs. Agility. And there's uh, dock diving, of dock course. Diving. Where we have a dock. Long runway mm-hmm. where they throw the ball into the pool and the docks jump off the off the, off the uh, dock. dock into the pool to catch the ball or the tour or whatever it is and they're they're measured for distance. Yeah. So right now we're working on a regional event through North American Diving Dogs for August. Wow. It's it's not a hundred percent yet, but I'm crossing my fingers. Where where would you hold that one? Would that be Burn uh, Lake? Burn Lake. That's what I was thinking. Yep. That 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 would be the one place to go ahead. We'll and do set it. up the pool in the dock in the parking lot. We have a brand new uh, dog park there mm-hmm. that they can That's use. True. Yeah, that would just uh, plenty of parking. We can put vendors on the soccer fields. Uh, have them set up there, but that's. One of the events that we're working on right now. That would be a lot of fun because and, I've seen. Well, it, it, this is something cool I'm going to tell. Okay. You. Right. So okay. we have a we, we have a pool, on. right? Yeah. Take a guess at how many gallons is needed for the pool. Take a guess. Take a guess. Yeah. Um, I'd say fifty thousand. Almost. This Almost. A little, a little over twenty-eight thousand gallons of water. Twenty-eight thousand to, to fill up the pool. So we'd have to have, or we're trying to figure that out right now too. Probably a fire hose on a fire hydrant, and run the fire hose all the way in, or we're going to have to use a truck, fill it up, and then bring it in. But you know, that's one of the one of the uh, hurdles you have to mm. overcome, right? So we're we're trying to figure yeah, that, that out right now. That yeah, that's a that's a big pull. Uh, but the dogs will love it. Yeah, dogs will love it. People love it. 
Um, I'm sure we'll have uh, some information out about it, and uh, you can you can uh, you know just keep your ear to the to the wind. And I'm sure. The well, um, you know what? That'll be that'll yeah. be during our fall yep. season, so we'll probably have you come in and talk about that a sure. little bit more as well. Um, uh, New and- Mexico Games. Okay. New Mexico Games is a uh, national organization or a state organization mm-hmm. for the National Congress of State Games. Okay. So they're like kind of like senior Olympics, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a national, they have a state competition and all that stuff. So we're going to have a bunch of state championships. We've had judo here. We started in 2019 with the state mm-hmm. judo championship. We had it in uh, 2021. Uh, back again. And now we're going to have three events with the New Mexico uh, State Games, New Mexico Games. So we're going to have judo once again. That's going to be at Oregon Mountain High School in June. We're going to have the state championship of cornhole. And that's going to be here. We're finalizing where we're going to put that right now. And then our third event is going to be karate. Okay. And uh, Eli Guzman. Yep. A good friend. Uh, he has uh, stepped up for us. He's going to run the event. Most likely it's going to be held at the mall. And we're going to have the state karate championship here uh, through New Mexico Games. So there's uh, two new events that will be in Las Cruces for the first time, the cornhole and the karate, uh, bringing the judo back uh, once again. And then uh, before we went on the air, we are talking a little chess. Gino. Yes, that's right. Um, we've had our teams go up. Uh, through the high school division, the middle school division this past weekend. Mm -hmm. Elementary school uh, state championship will be this weekend in Albuquerque. Right now, we're we're trying to place a bid to have all three of those here Mm -hmm. next year. So uh, all in one weekend. See, normally they do it high school one weekend, middle school the following weekend, and then elementary school the following weekend. If we have it here, uh, we're looking at the convention center. We're looking at some other uh, facilities as well. We want to have it all in one weekend. That'll we be good. All three of the divisions here. It'll bring quite a bit of people to town, mm-hmm. uh, families, teams, and we're gonna, you know, have hopefully the state chess championship here through the NMAA mm-hmm. in 2024. Yeah. In fact, uh, didn't you just uh, finish up a tournament recently? We had a chess. Yeah, we had a chess through the United States Chess Association. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will, who's a coach for the high school and middle school, Will Barella. Yeah. You know Will. Yeah. And. Uh, Endgame Chess is his company, mm-hmm. and we, we held an event uh, that we had at the Holiday Inn Express North. Uh, we had a, a tournament over a weekend, a chess first time in a long time, having a big chess event here, and it uh, went really well. We had a ton of uh, chess players here, both from Las Cruces and out of town. Uh, and I can't remember what time of year we had that. Was it? It was in October. It, it was. It was supposed to be in the fall. <laughs> I know that because you uh, you were of course one of our first guests when we. Uh, Started up in the fall again uh, right. with the uh, the Sea uh, Valley New Sports Podcast. Yeah, uh, we had so we had that event. It turned out great. Hopefully, we're going to have it again this year. Right now, we're we're concentrating on the NMAA event, trying yeah. to get that here. Then probably after we secure that event, secure, secure that event, and then we'll have uh, yeah we'll we'll move on to the other one and, and try to figure that out. Well, you, you know, that just tells me that we got to have you on a little bit more often to keep us updated with yep. other stuff because you got so many things that are coming down the line, mm-hmm. you know, and if we've got big tournaments or anything else coming up, then, uh, uh, you know, we want to make sure that everybody knows about it yep. because one of the things that uh, most of my mind is we have so many different sports activities and games and different things that are going on right here and trying to keep up with it all is uh, a little yep. bit crazy. So you can just tune here and in here every week. 
uh, then we can keep you up to date with that. Do you, do you mind if I plug my podcast too? Yes, absolutely. Your, I'm going to plug my podcast on your podcast. You can plug your podcast on my podcast. Okay. And then I'll run by your window when you're doing your right. podcast. That's going to be fine. <laughs> and then we'll plug your podcast on my podcast. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we get, can, we'll we, get it going. We can do Inception yeah. podcast. <laughs> well, you can, you can hear the Visit Las Cruces live mm-hmm. podcast on most of the podcast apps, mm-hmm. all the major ones. And then, of course, we, we have them on our website as well at visitlascruces.com. I'm glad uh, you mentioned that one because yeah. I had the, uh, the website pulled up right here so that everybody yeah. can see. And there's our right there you have Mita. Mm-hmm. And that is oh, going to be the home page there, yeah, so, yeah. That's gonna be a huge event for April. And uh, we are going to have some fun with the Mita. We're going to have mm-hmm. lots of uh, Las Cruces flavor, yeah. whether it be music, dance, food. Drinks, you know, beers, wine. It's all going to be Las Cruces based. It's all going to be about Las Cruces. We're going to have it downtown uh, on the Plaza de Las Cruces. It's going to be a great event. Go and check it out. Go to visitlascruces.com for more information. Absolutely. And uh, just in general, you know, uh, we uh, we uh, talk about on air where, you know, you guys, you know, we do a little thing with the radio station. But we talk about uh, just... Uh, enjoying what we have here in Southern yeah. New Mexico. And one of the first places to go would be, you know, your Visit Las Cruces website mm-hmm. so that you can just find all the different yeah. activities, events, the different places that you should go because there is so much. Nothing annoys me more than hearing people say, ah, oh, there's nothing, nothing to, to do. do. No, we can't do that. Or, or we can't have these sporting events here because there's nothing for the people to do. I say... Hogwash. Hogwash. That's a good one. It was. I was. I wasn't actually. I was going to say something else. Well, yeah. hogwash works a lot better uh, when you're looking into the camera right there. Right. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, it is hogwash. There's plenty to do. There's so many right. different things to do. I mean, even if you're just talking eating in restaurants right. to visit here in Las Cruces, you've yeah. got plenty that you can sample in all the different places uh, that you can go for some great food and then. Um, the history that's here in town, yep. you know, uh, a lot of that stuff that's going on here. So Hiking. Hiking, absolutely. We have great hiking trails okay. here in Las Cruces. You can see all that information, too, on the website. Mm. Uh, you can, like you said, restaurant information. We have that on the website. Check it out. You know, it's it's just not for visitors. It's for local people as well. If you want to, you know, we're not going to say no. Come on in. Come on by the, uh, the office at 336 South Main, right next door to the Amador. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have lots of uh, information on things to do uh, on different spots in the state as well. We have mm-hmm. information on Roswell and Alamogordo, mm-hmm. Taos and Albuquerque. You mm-hmm. know, we have you know plenty of information on things to do. Come on by or just go to the website, visitlascruces.com. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it just popped in my head when we talk about even the, the historic nature of this, of this town being so close to downtown mm-hmm. and everything else that, uh, you know, uh, when you go to Messia, you can, you know, you get the Billy the Kid type of history over there. And let us not forget, we're not too far away from uh, where Sheriff Pat Gare right. is actually buried because he, yep. was, he, he was the sheriff of Doniana County. And uh, there's a lot of that history up there as well. So, uh, yeah, I, Rio Grande Theater is going to do a Billy the Kid festival, I think, oh, that'll be good. coming up. And they're going to show some movies. There's going to be a play, I think. And there's also some other Billy the Kid related I'll stuff. I'll have to check to see what their schedule like is movies because yeah. if they're showing like Young Guns or oh, something like man. that, I would love to see that in the movie theaters again. Great movie. Yeah, Young Guns is like one of those movies that you can recite the lines by heart. Absolutely, right. absolutely. So it, right. but uh, you know how how historically accurate is it? Uh, <laughs> you know how historically accurate is Avatar? I don't know. Right. It's, I don't know, but it's it's one of those things. So 
Uh, but it is a, a great film, and that would be right. a good part of that. And I'm sure they'll have other yeah. actual actor right. documentaries. And then, you know, Max here at the Amador Live, yeah. he's tried to have more and more events all the time. Oh, well, speaking of events at the Amador Live, yeah. you're going to be here for St. Patrick's Day? I, I very well might be. <laughs> I've, I've been asked if I would like to participate. participate. Oh, no. So, I, don't, I, I don't know yet. Are we going to have the return? Well, I hope. I, I'm too old, man. Oh, come on. I'm, I'm 52. Uh, guest referee. Maybe guest referee, something like guest that. Guest announcer. Right. I, I, am I going to have to put somebody over? Maybe. I, I don't know. Right. Well, wait, wait, you, you, yeah, well, you're the local well, guy, so yeah. you got you to gotta get the job done. All the Biggie style supplies are in a bag in the garage right now. Would you be able to, <laughs> would you be able to fit in your, uh, into your uh, spandex? Into my spandex? I, I don't know. You don't know? Well, they're spandex. They're stretchy. Right? They're, stretchy they're stretchy, yeah. Right? But sometimes, yeah, stre the stretchy look on uh, – <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not going to leave that out. A stretchy look on People, our physique. Yeah. People might not pay me to, to leave. They to might. leave. Like, yeah, oh, like, oh, please get out of here. Put something on. Um, Cover up, man. Cover up. I, I just say that because for those that don't know, uh, Big E Styles right. here um, actually did some uh, he was professional wrestling. Did the wrestling. He did the wrestling back, back, did the wrestling back did. in the day. And, and it was it was fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I was, I was trained in the Guerrero family ring mm -hmm. by... Eddie Guerrero's best friend, Hector Rincon, mm -hmm. uh, and I learned my trade on on how to be a wrestler. And then I was one of the I, I, I was one of the biggest bad guys El Paso ever had. Yeah, there you go. I'm telling you, there's no shame in that. There's no shame in being that. Being that. People love the booming. People love to throw stuff at me you and know. call me names in Spanish. It happens. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm sure uh, there's a few that they throw it out there. Uh, we might have heard a few of them when the last uh, AEW event was in El Paso. I'm pretty sure that, uh, and they didn't, they didn't, they didn't uh, reap any of those because they didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my old buddies got a. I don't know if it was a tryout. Maybe it was a tryout. He was a tryout. Aiden Colt. Uh, I worked with them for many, many years. He had he had a match mm -hmm. on the dark, uh, the AEW dark. Yeah. Uh, he had a match. I'm That's excited. Their, their YouTube excited show. to see that. To see him in the ring. I'm sure he did a great job. I wasn't able to go. Uh, that night, but you know, yeah, I, I had uh, some prior engagements. Yeah. Uh, we were doing our big, uh, big game giveaway that night as well. But it's nice to see some of those events even coming by right here. It's nice yeah. to see because uh, there was supposed to be a show up north with AEW just before COVID hit, and they had, yeah. that was one of the shows that they had canceled right when that was uh, yeah. right when that was starting three years ago. You know, just about maybe that. we'll get him here someday. Yeah, maybe I'd like that. And, and the, of course, the reason we ended up going into professional wrestling is because right here. Uh, on the grass, yes. right in the middle of the grass, right here at the Amador, uh, they're going to have Midget Warrior Wrestling coming in for St. Patrick's Day. They did it last year, and honestly, it was a bat. It was a, so much fun. It was, so much it was fun. a great I, show. Yeah, I can't. It was a great you here. Great, I wasn't here, but I, I heard. Yeah, it was great family entertainment. You could bring the kids out and have a good time mm -hmm. and watch the show. Um, you know, it's a safe show to watch. It is. Well, you're not, uh, if you're in the front row, I don't well, know. Yeah. You guys out there. No, no it, it, it is a safe show. It yeah. is a fun show. Family entertainment. Family entertainment at its best. It, it is just yeah. something uh, that is really cool. And when you look out here onto the grass and out here on the patio here at the Amador, you, you know, if you can imagine it, the ring fits perfectly in the center yeah. in that grassy area. They had tables yeah. and chairs and stuff all over that. Now, I didn't see any ladders, but they had tables and chairs yeah. all set up around right. the ring. Uh, I was stuck up at the back over there 
um, actually handling the merchandise, the merch stand oh. for the wrestlers because they had to wrestle and they needed some help. So I got behind there and I was, oh, that was great. I was selling people luchador masks and the whole thing right. and, and t-shirts and everything. So it was a whole lot of yeah, fun. So last year when they were the day of right early in the morning, they set up the ring. Yeah. So I, my office is yeah. like right over in the corner there. So I'm, I could look out my window and see him setting up the ring. And then once they were done setting up the ring, I snuck down. Oh, did you? And did I took a couple of bumps? Oh, yeah, I took a couple of bumps, and I was hitting the ropes. <laughs> I did some three-quarter rolls out of the corner. And, and that's I, when you realized it. And I remember why I stopped. Yeah. <laughs> but, the, you know, uh, <laughs> and I'll say this. Obviously, uh, you're a wrestling fan. I'm a wrestling fan. Right. A lot of people talk about that. Wrestling ain't real. I'm going to tell you well, something. No, I'll tell the you bumps, bumps, the athleticism, everything is real. The outcomes may be predetermined. Right. But uh, they are really real. And yep. I, I knew every time if I was going to win or lose. Yeah, exactly. And I, I admit that. I'm not going to not say that that didn't happen. It did. And, and you set things up beforehand. You call stuff in the ring, uh, whoever you're working with, depending on how they like to do it. Some 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 guys like to list everything out yeah. on a notebook mm-hmm. and, and write everything down. Or the way I like to do it is you, know, you set up two or three things, spots, high spots. High spots, yeah. Right? And – and you set those up, and then the rest of it is improvised. I like, I like doing it that yeah. way. You're you like calling, calling it, you like uh, calling, calling it in the ring. ring. Yeah. yeah, calling it in the ring. If you're working with somebody that knows what they're doing, it's easy to, you know. Yeah, it is. Um, I like I know how to do that. No, I I don't, but uh, I do <laughs> probably follow more of the behind the scenes stuff and everything else uh, these days than than I do anything else. But since we are slipping into a wrestling mode, uh, Joey's going to be jealous that he wasn't here he right now. Uh, because I'm sure he'd like that. Yeah. We just had one of the biggest moments in professional wrestling this past weekend. I don't know if you watched the oh, uh, Elimination Chamber yes. mm-hmm. Did you watch that? I did. The, a call, mm-hmm. I won't even say the culmination because the story's not over No, yet. it's not over yet. Not over yet. But uh, this, what do you think of this whole bloodline storyline? It's, it's, it's got to be one of the best things in wrestling in, in like oh, decades. It's, easy. it's the best story they've told in a long time. Mm-hmm. In a long time. And it's a long, drawn-out story that started, and it's just not a three-week thing, a month thing, and it's mm-hmm. over. This has been going on almost for a year. Over. I over mean, when year, did right? it's over a year because when Roman Reigns won the titles, that's where he basically started. Right. Started well, well Sami Zayn lost yeah. to Johnny Knoxville at WrestleMania last year. That was right. last year. Right? That was last year. So, so it this, started after the WrestleMania. This particular one, yeah, yeah with that, yeah, that started off. The whole bloodline storyline right. started when, when he became champion right. and then with uh, Jimmy and Jay and that yep. whole thing, which was very compelling in yep. itself. But then when Sammy came in after he lost to Johnny Knoxville, which was a very entertaining match as right. well. No, it was uh, yeah, it was a great match. Uh, but he lost and he was responding. He wanted the respect. And, he thought yeah. he could, he didn't and, and I tell you what, he's got oh. his respect back for sure. What? Those guys have told a story like no other. Absolutely. And it's all of them. It's the Usos. It's Roman Reigns. It's Sola Sakoa. It's Sami Zayn. It's Kevin Owens. It's Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Paul, a, so Paul Heyman such is such a big part of this. I, I think people don't even realize how much well, how much of this. If was you probably take, his if you idea. take a look at the last three yeah. weeks and the promos that Paul did with with Sammy, yeah. the promos that Paul did with Cody, uh-huh. the promos that uh, Paul did with Cody again this last week, you know, and, and everything else like that. He's kind of driving that storyline into yeah. slightly different directions because. The, the controversy here being that Sammy is so popular and so over, got to use wrestling terms, 
that they thought he might have or should have won the championship at Elimination Chamber. But we're getting into the biggest show of the year, right. you know, uh, WrestleMania coming up. And the idea is, like, you have a title change just before your biggest show of the year. Right. Or you wait for that show to have the title change. Right. And then well, Cody is supposed to be coming in. And then there were rumors right. that The Rock might be coming in to, to struggle a little bit with uh, Roman about the well, you know, true tribal chief or whatever. All this stuff. So Cody's storyline, too, is redemption, yeah. right? Absolutely. So he, you know, got hurt. Tore his pectoral muscle, not in the match, not in the match, but just working out, yeah. working out, you know, and it happens, it yeah. happens, right? So, um, and he's back, and you, you know, now this story arc is going on with Cody Rhodes. How mm-hmm. his, his father Dusty never won the the major championship in WWE. His brother was Intercontinental Champion. Cody was Intercontinental Champion. I think he was US. Yeah, he but he's the one that brought back the white belt, right? Like brought the back belt. the white belt. Yeah. So you know his arc now is all the way through WrestleMania. And usually at WrestleMania, the baby face comes out, yeah. always comes out on top. So yeah. we'll see what happens. And I think Sammy's story is now going to evolve with Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. And we could see him and Kevin Owens patching things up, getting mm-hmm. back together as best friends. Well, best friends in real life. Mm-hmm. And uh, they came up in the business together for right. Montreal. Yeah. Right. When they came, when they, when they wrestled here at a show at, at the Pan Am Center years ago, Sammy was a baby face. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens is a heel. Mm-hmm. And they pulled up in the same rental car together. Yeah. In the back. So Sammy got out, got his bags and went in. Kevin Owens tried to hide in the car and waited a little bit for him to get out and go in. Because, yeah. you know, the baby faces and the heels can't, yeah. cape, can't cape, be buddies. You, you got to keep it real. You got to keep that. Uh, <laughs> the the cape. Once again, the kayfabe. I try not to right. use too many wrestling terms, but yeah. Cape, you got to keep kayfabe alive. The bad I'll, I'll talk about wrestling for hours. hours. I will. Yeah. Well, here's the thing here, and I'm going to throw this at you because uh, it, it, it's, it, every once in a while I'll get to talk wrestling with somebody. But when you talk wrestling with somebody that loves it and have mm-hmm. that, I have a little bit of fun. So I'm probably good. We're going to probably talk about this a little bit more here. But I'm, I'm going to throw this at, at you right now because if you watched last night's promo with Sammy and Kevin, right. Kevin said, you know, I'm not here to help you. Right. And he ended with, why don't you ask your buddy Jay? Because right. Jay walked out right. on the bloodline. Right. And so now I almost feel this story shifting to main event Jay Uso. Maybe. And maybe it, it, it in my opinion, um, you know, I, Roman Reigns might lose the titles at uh, WrestleMania. I think right. that's kind of a kind of a given, you know, considering Corey's uh, Cody's story arc, right? Right. But I think the one to take down and maybe dismantle the, the bloodline should be Jey Uso because he was the one that was fighting Roman in the first place. He did right. not want to he, do that. Yeah, he didn't want to. And I think and that that shift, started. Yeah, yeah, that shift to Jey Uso, yeah. and there is going to be a compelling little twist. That could that right. could be it as well. You know, it could be if they don't go with Kevin Owens and Sammy, then maybe they go with Sammy. And Jay against Jimmy and Solo. And Solo, which would be a good... That could be a possibility as well. And that would be a great match. Yeah, absolutely. And then everybody will be feeling all oozy and everybody will yeah. all be fine right there. So <laughs> one of the funniest things ever, it just, just look up Sami Zayn and Usi. You'll find a clip right there. And you see everybody break up. Except for some reason, they, they didn't get the camera on solo, oh, yeah. but everybody lost it at that point in time. Yeah, they, 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 they almost broke they almost broke kayfabe. Oh, I think I think they think they did break, but there's yeah. a few a few of these things. Oh, right, right, right. Oh. laughing when they shouldn't be laughing. Yeah. Right, it's it, it's the funniest thing. If you watch SNL, you see people break up on on skits all the time. Yeah. When, they, when they do that on a live show, 
with wrestling, it's even funnier when sometimes you just catch somebody off guard like yeah. that. Sammy's great at doing that. Um, he, he does some great uh, things that way. Uh, he's yeah. really shined. He has. Uh, he you know what? Really but I think he's, he's, he's always been very good. He and Kevin. Kevin Owens made his main roster debut and beat John Cena. Right. Um, and Sami Zayn made his debut against John Cena. Right. Unfortunately, I think he hurt his. Uh, he got a dislocated shoulder. Yeah, he got a dislocated yeah, shoulder. Dislocated shoulder, like so he kind of had to be put on the back burner a little bit, even right after his debut. But um, if you really want to watch some good stuff between those two, go back to their NXT days yeah. and the battle they had right there. Those are some really good things. And, and once again, I know we've wrestling geeked out maybe just a little bit right here, but it still counts as sports. And That's I'm going to hold everybody to that. <laughs> I keep saying one of these days we should, should do a straight wrestling uh, sports uh, or wrestling podcast between uh, probably me, love to have you in there, um, our, our old friend Ernesto, and Joey. Yeah, you'd have to have Joey. Joey, Joey, he, he'll come in to me in the morning, oh, did you see that? Yeah. And then all other mornings I'll come in and go, did you, did you see that? Mm-hmm. I walked in on uh, the big show one day, and he, Joey was there, and Jackie was there. And I'm going like, did you see that last night? A wild Bailey appeared. And Jackie, who is completely wrestling ignorant, looks up at me and goes, what's a Bailey? <laughs> and I said, look it up on the internet. <laughs> so, Hello, ding dong. Hello, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Hello. That's who Bailey is. That's who Bailey is. Uh, always one of my favorite characters in, uh, in uh, NXT. Yeah. And you know, it's funny that uh, little girl that used to be in the front row at, at NXT, um, and NXT is another one of the shows that used to just play on the WWE network, and that's right. where a lot of these wrestlers came up. They trained, they it's learned how to deal with it. Yeah, exactly. Kind of a minor league. The there. farm system. Yeah. There you go. That's a much better way of saying it. Um, one of the girls that was in the front of row with Bailey when she was a little girl, and they would always come over and give her hugs and yeah. give her headbands and stuff like and that. Now she's there. And now she was actually doing some wrestling recording news on YouTube. She had her own YouTube channel, and yeah. now I think that she was old enough that she went out to train. Yeah. So uh, we might be uh, seeing uh, that next generation that's going to be coming up on yeah. there. But uh, I've always said this in the past, <clears throat> that wrestling is the male soap opera. Because you've, sure. got, you've got bad acting, maybe the attitude, you, know, you had a little bit too much sex, and then um, just stories, you know. Yep. And uh, athletics stories, it's all it's all good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the same thing as anybody who's watching uh, the soap operas right there. You've got all of those uh, all of those elements mixed in. Uh, just every now and then, somebody gets uh, dropped on their head. Um, safely. Accidentally. Safely. Yeah. Sometimes accidentally. Accidents happen. It's all right. Also, speaking of uh, like eSports, thing, nice to see Big E playing uh, games. Oh, yeah. Up, up, down, down, and that he was healthy. He had an neck injury. It was yeah. very scary looking, and uh, I don't know if he'll make an entering comeback, but it's nice to see well, that he's... Uh, it's good to see that he's, he's alive and well and... Uh, and run around and play. If you can't, if you can't wrestle again, that's okay. There's more important things. Absolutely, you can't risk. If you have a neck injury, you know you can't mess around. Yeah, but it is amazing how much uh, sports medicine has improved in the fact that some oh, of these yeah. injuries, uh, some people have come back from, and it is uh, just amazing. But of course, you always want to be on the safe side yeah. because, like Ed said, there's a whole lot of. Well, yeah, Kurt Angle won the Olympic medal with a broken with, freaking neck. With a broken, yeah. yeah. And he's not ashamed to tell you that every time. He's not ashamed to tell you. And uh, and then what we've had also come back to Edge, who we had to retire. Right. Uh, ten years Heard later, that. his neck. So cold. Yeah, so cold. Came back. Wrestled Heard a match that. last year. No. WrestleMania, kind of. Um, yeah. And then uh, we've also had uh, people come back, like Brian uh, Daniels. 
Uh, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, concussion, yeah. Yeah, concussion right there. Uh, Paige. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Soraya. Yeah, she uh, had a neck, right, a neck injury as well. It was a neck injury. It was a neck injury. She had some surgery. Uh, she got kicked in the back, and then it did something to her neck, where she was paralyzed in ring. And it was, right. if you ever, the videos were really, really scary, but she went to many doctors, uh, all yeah. those rehabilitations. Uh, I did a couple of surgeries or anything else like that, but they cleared her. In fact, I think she is wrestling match this Wednesday. Um, if I'm not mistaken, on AEW, I think she's going up against yep. Sky Blue. Uh, but, you know, so she came back, and it's amazing to see all these people kind of come back right here, and the storylines, and uh, the fact that all of these um, independent wrestling leagues all over the place are doing really well, and there's people, you don't necessarily have to make it to the big leagues to be successful, and uh, no, I money out there. Yeah, and uh, I don't know, maybe, you know, do we need a little bit more local wrestling here? Well, or, the athletic commission kind of kind of puts kind of messed that one up, puts a little damper on wow. things, you know. Um, but I don't, you know, I don't want to get into that right yeah, now. Yeah, well, we don't have to get yeah. into all that. But you know, it's 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 a little harder in New Mexico than let's say Texas. Um, yeah, because I recall that uh, when they do come down to visit, all of the athletes have to be uh, checked out. They have to have a uh, yeah, they have to be licensed. Yeah, you know, I have old licenses in my bag. You know uh, that through New Mexico, you have to be licensed. Everybody's got to be licensed. You got to go through a physical, you got to be checked out, which is fine. You know, mm -hmm. just yeah, make sure yeah, everybody's that's okay. Just, yeah. mm -hmm. um, but there's all kinds of fees. Yeah, it's, it's, it makes it a little harder. It's uh, uh well, go. in general, I right. guess uh, that really affects what you do when you're trying to bring in some of the events uh, because, yeah. uh, because some of those like, I would imagine some of the boxing events or something oh, yeah. like that, all of that. Yeah, any pro fighting that we have in Las Cruces, whether it be cage fighting, if it's professional. Professional. You have not, to go through, Not yeah. the amateurs. Not, not the, the amateurs. Or the, the amateurs, you don't, you don't have to go through the athletic commission. You know, somebody that would be good for you to have on, and I'll give you his number, mm. is Larry Luke. Okay. I don't know if you ever met Larry. Uh, name sounds familiar. He but... is a commissioner with the New Mexico Athletic Commission now. Uh -huh. We haven't had somebody from Las Cruces to sit on the board in a long time. Oh. And he'd be a great guest for you to have on, talk about boxing, MMA in New Mexico. Uh, we're trying to, you know, I'm working with a couple of promoters right now. There's one in Albuquerque. We're trying to get him to come down. Mm -hmm. This is besides the bare knuckle stuff. Yeah. Uh, with boxing. Okay. <clears throat> and then there's a group out of Hobbs that I've had down recently for a site inspection. We were looking at the convention center to see if it would work for him. Mm -hmm. But he does boxing and MMA, so uh, professional. So we're, we're looking at that right now, too. Okay. That'll, be a, that'll be an option for us, hopefully, within uh, this, this calendar year of uh, 2023, to have uh, some more boxing and MMA shows. Yeah, because... Uh, and at yeah. the convention center, wherever we can fit it. Yeah, that, well, once again, all those boxing events, and those are the events that are definitely going to be having to go through the commission. Right. And it's probably one of the reasons we have probably haven't had as many as we right. as we could have. Yeah. You, usually, so, a lot of the uh, usually a lot of boxing and MMA shows happen on tribal land. Oh, that's, because you know, Riodosis had some shows recently, mm -hmm. and Albuquerque has some shows. And if you go to the the tribal land, the athletic commission doesn't have any jurisdiction. Oh. But the tribal land, they have their own, you know. They have their own rules. Commission and, and their own rules and all that stuff, yeah. Hmm. What if we have anything nearby? Hmm. Oh, should we build something? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's always a possibility. But, um, yeah, that is awesome. And that is uh, a lot of good stuff going to be coming into town. And, of course, we're trying. Our, yeah. We're trying our best, Gina. Uh, yeah. Yeah, thanks for coming down and letting us know. Like I said, I think we need to have you in a little bit more 
Yeah, often they try and let us know when we have some big events that are coming up. And uh, like you said, we've got a big esports event coming up on March the fourth. That's going to be one of the ones that's coming yeah. up real quick. That's going to uh, be a whole lot of fun. It'll be at the Corbin Center on campus. Oh, yeah, that's going to be so much fun. And uh, just, a, just, a, I hate to say it, but it would give me those vibes of being in the arcade back when I was a kid, right. where you're just standing back and you're watching this yeah. couple of people play. You know, yeah. and you're really getting into that. That to me is what uh, kind of like a, right. a spectator for those yeah. esports games. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're too young. But if you do know what I'm talking about, right. it's that whole kind of vibe of doing that. Because right. sometimes it's as much fun to watch these players and yeah. watch. You're going to be talking some more esports here in just a few moments. Oh, am I? I think so. Right? You get coach. You want to come, come in real quick? Coach is going to come on and talk talk some esports. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Come on. Let's bring him yeah, in. Let's, yeah, we'll bring him in for the last few minutes. Switch it around. Here. Yeah. Okay. And I think we, we had Chef come out with uh, some uh, great treats over there. But uh, I don't know. I think they've got some gumbo over there for uh, Mardi Gras. And they got everything else uh, that might be up there. If you want to check that out, Ed, let us know how it yep. tastes. And uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Rolando Villalobos. I am a Spanish teacher at Centennial High School. And I do esports. You do esports. Yes, and so, I am also the chess coach. Okay, so can I just call you coach? Sure. Uh, <laughs> coach, uh, let let's get in, get into this real quick. Um, um, if I'd have known that you you, you we were going to get you on real quick, I would have brought you on a little bit earlier because I am very curious as to what is esports, and I, I mean, how did that come about to getting into uh, into the schools here? Right. Okay. So esports is a competition that you play online. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, with the NMAA, they give us games to play. We okay. have Rocket League. Mm -hmm. It's three versus three. Okay. And we have League of Legends. It's five versus five. Mm -hmm. We have Smash Bros. That one's three v three, even though it's a one v one, but we're in teams of. Okay. Yeah. Yes, and uh, no Super Smash Bros in there, huh? That's uh, Super Smash Bros. Uh, Ultimate, and then okay. we have Mario Kart. Mario, Mario Kart, 8 Kart is actually another one. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes, that one's a four versus four, and they added uh, Splatoon three. Okay. <laughs> it's like I guess a shooting game. Well, it's it's an interesting. It's, uh, I don't know if you'd call it a shooting game, That's or a, a territory, a, a territory yeah. game because you have to yes, shoot you have to your color and get the most territory. I yes. guess out of that right there. Yes. Um, so I'm letting know because because I have played you know video games mm -hmm. from the time my dad bought the first Pong machine in like the late seventies. Yeah. And between me and my all of my brothers, we probably owned every gaming system that we have out there. Uh, right now, every Sunday, in fact, I train. No, I don't train. Uh, every Sunday, I get together with my squad, which is basically me and my son, mm -hmm. his little brother, and his little brother's dad. Mm -hmm. uh, we all get along, and we all train, and we've got a little four-man squad that we do uh, first-person shooter stuff. You know, um, Halo 5 is something that we like to play a lot. Nice. Uh, and then we'll be doing, I think, uh, the new Warfare 2024. Is that out? I can't remember. The new Modern Warfare uh, is out there. Um, not the new one, I think one of the latest ones that was out there. And uh, then we even do some Warhammer and some other stuff nice. like that. So that's it. Yeah. So I am I'm a video game geek. I do love those. And I keep thinking to myself, even at the age of 51, do I still have some eligibility? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, so, what are these uh, tournaments like? What, what is involved with getting like an esports uh, tournament? Uh, going? Oh, right. We're in the middle of the season. Uh, the school provided everything for us. We really? That's sure awesome. About our PCs, Nintendo Switches. Um, yeah, we connect online with the other coaches. So we don't have to travel. We just connect you just online. Play online. So yeah, there's, there's no, there's no travel. There's no hotel. Exactly. There's no buses. None of that stuff. Yeah. Right? Maybe for when we get to state. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody would like to be in the one place, right yes, there. Yeah. Yes. And uh, so all you got to do is got a really good internet connection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we use the schools. Yeah, and uh, so that'll be good right there. That that is awesome because I, it, there's something in my mind that I'm picturing is that as these kids are growing up and they're playing on their Switch or they're playing games on their computer mm -hmm. and they have to tell their parents that they're training for a tournament. Yes. And it's got to be one of the weirdest conversations in 2023 <laughs> that there is, right? <laughs> yeah. Because I can only imagine that. And like I said, I, I train every Sunday. And I, I did that partly because, as most everybody knows, I had a stroke in 2018. Okay. Uh, one of the residual effects is that my eyes aren't quite seeing quite the same thing anymore. Uh, but... A friend of mine, actually my and my younger brother who had a stroke a few years before, told me that one of the best things to do is play video games because your hand-eye coordination and particularly first-person shooters try and get your eyes working the way that they would. So oh, wow. that's why every week on Sundays we would get together and we would play. And I'm an old-school Halo fan from nice. uh, back in the day. Yes, and so evolved. Yeah, exactly. And uh, uh, every once in a while, I'll just run through the whole Master Chief collection just for fun. <laughs> nice. um, you know, take me, you know, a couple weeks to play it because I'm, yeah. a, I'm a responsible adult and I work. Um, can't just sit there in my, uh, you know, uh, gaming chair for 24 hours a day playing, which would be nice if I could. Uh, but uh, run through those and then uh, just have a whole bunch of fun with uh, my friends online and uh, uh, just, just do that because, believe it or not, uh, esports. When you're talking to high schools, that can lead to college scholarships because they do college teams. I mean, Ed was just talking about some of the the, the yes. tournament that's going to be coming up in the uh, fourth. I think NMSU actually picked up someone from Oregon Mountain High for yeah. Rocket League. Wow! Yeah, they were on the Sun News last year. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, he's and, an excellent player. So, and I think he's playing for them right now. Yeah, saw, that's cool. Yeah. That's so you can go check him out on March. Yes, he's playing right there. Yeah. that'll be part of the team right there. Yeah. But it even leads to professional e-leagues that are out there. You may see some of those on, uh, on ESPN or some of the sports shows yeah. every once in a while. Or Dota 2, I yeah. think, was one of the first ones. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, really cool. And uh, even professionally, when you see a lot of these gamers or streamers that are online that make a lot of money uh, from playing video games. Now, as, like I said, I'm a video game person. And uh, maybe as an esports coach, you can help me understand something. Playing games for many years started off with Pong. You just had the little bar and the little square ball mm -hmm. going back and forth, right? right? And then you moved up into your generations of teams. You had your Atari 2600, 5200. You've got your NES, Super NES, Genesis, stuff like that. Moving all the way up. Now we're into our PS5s and our Xbox uh, Series X and S, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's some other, some of the other uh, other machines that are out there. Do that. We've taken the incredible capacity of our computers to get almost lifelike generated graphics on there what the heck is going on with minecraft that you have all these awesome graphics uh -huh. and minecraft is a game you go over you dig stuff you build stuff right, and blocks, like you know in 16 bit no, i don't even say 16 but like 8 bit graphics uh -huh. and everybody loves that game and maybe i'm just too old for it but i don't get it 
Okay. What is with that game? You know what? Yeah. Uh, I had a friend who knew about that game before it, it, it hit, was popular. Yeah. yeah, he showed me it. He he downloaded it somehow on the on the USB. I put it on my laptop, and yeah. I was like, "What is this? This looks ridiculous." But I it, there's something soothing about it, like collecting material. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played it recently. Like to me, the horses are new to me still. Okay. So I'm I'm the old school, old 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 old. Yeah. Okay. And there was just something soothing about it. Just digging, and then this music, piano, song comes up, and I believe it's that, just, that it's maybe there's peaceful. some. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe there's some subliminal satanic <laughs> messages. I know. I'm, I'm just kidding about that. But, but yeah, because I, my son's a little brother. Uh-huh. When when uh, he was in high school, maybe mid school. Yeah, now it had to be high school because it wasn't that that long. That wasn't that long ago, but he had downloaded it onto my Xbox because I let him play on it, and he was playing it. And I'm going like, I'm getting close. Well, yeah, let's play together. And I said, okay, yeah. let's play together. And then all of a sudden, I'm just like, okay, well, what's the point? Because well, you dig for stuff. And it's a survival game <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah, and, I, and I'm going like, well, <laughs> what do I happens when I dig for stuff? And I find, well, then you build stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so do do we fight? Do we? Do we shoot anything? Do we die? What's the you know point? What? Yeah, yeah, I played it before. There was a story mode. I didn't even know there was a story. There's a dragon you beat. Yeah. I I played it before that. You're just just chilling. <laughs> I'm gonna take your word for it. Yeah. yeah. Because you make I, a house on the on the ocean. Yeah. You make a house on the ground. <laughs> I just I just don't get it. I just don't get it myself. And I know it's me. I know it's me, but I don't get it. And I first played it in eighth grade or ninth grade. I, I was in ninth grade. That was a long time ago. Yes. A long time ago. Oh, yeah. 2009. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was... Um, I think our food is getting cold over there. No. <laughs> uh, uh, Max was supposed to come over and talk about it and stuff like that. But uh, the, they, got, I, yeah, they got some great specials here tonight for Marty Glide. Don't forget, it is Fat Tuesday. As I discovered, Marty means uh, uh, Tuesday and Gras means fat in French. So Marty Gras is Fat Tuesday. That's why it's called Fat Tuesday. Um, uh, so they've got some gumbo. They've got some jambalaya. They've got some, uh, some Cajun treats right here. If you're looking to maybe just grab a nice little dinner here at the Broken Spoke so you can come out and get that done. But, yeah, I don't know. Just, just the whole Minecraft thing. So like I said, the whole idea for me is that we get graphics better and more lifelike. I have yeah. played games. I think I was in uh, one of the Destiny DLCs. Mm-hmm. Where um, I'm walking on these this bridge and some of the water or something else that's down there, and I got weak in the knees because I'm afraid of heights, and it got almost that realistic where it made yeah, me yeah, get a little yeah. vertigo. So graphics wise, that way, and then yeah, and then Minecraft. I I just <laughs> you know, I don't know. But uh, what uh, what's what's uh, like some of the well, basically I'll ask you this: How's your team doing right now? If you're right in the middle of your season, where, right? How are you guys playing? Um, our Rocket League team is doing really well. Uh, they only lost one game. I think it was against an Albuquerque school. Mm. These kids are really good. Um, let's see, Smash Bros. Our varsity team is doing really good. Our JV team is still working on it. Working. <laughs> yeah, and, they got to train a little more, get a yes, few more hours in. Yes. Yeah. Um, League of Legends. We're still working on that too. Yeah, that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. Well, it's a strategy. You mm-hmm. have to if you're if you're playing five on five, which is yes, yes. League of Legends. You need a lot of communication. Yeah, it's a lot of communication. You got to make sure you got your healers ready. Your, your everything like that. You got to have a good strategy. Play your there. Role. Yeah. yeah. 
you got to make sure that you've got those, you know, get your tanks yeah, up. Yeah, there's some kids that don't know how to, like, 1v1 yet. No. Or they don't know when to retreat. And I tell them to retreat, and they don't. And then they There's always that I, one guy on the team. Mm-hmm. Usually he picks up that dealer role that just likes to go out in front and die, and then everybody else. <laughs> yeah. that's, 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 that's an old, uh, you know, uh, gamer joke for, for those that like to play uh uh, those types of games. Yeah, but it's a, it's a hard game. Yeah, you yeah. really have to coordinate. Oh, uh, yeah, that was another one we were playing. We were playing lots of Overwatch too. Nice. Um, we can't represent that as Centennial, but we do have a club team. Mm, do you? Yeah, yeah. We're playing under Mountain Youth okay. under nineteen, okay. something like that. Yeah, that game looks really hard too. Um, it's, it's the same type of strategy type thing, except yes, you're talking about my, the my kids here. were getting stuck in the base where they spawn. They couldn't get out. They, well, there's a timer uh-huh. on there, and then once the doors open up, that's when you get out. But no, but the team was it was uh, spawn camping them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, they were they God. were watching out. Okay, it I see insane. what you're talking about. I it see what you're talking nuts. about. They couldn't I make felt, a move unless they I got felt there. so bad for them. I was like, wow, who are these other? Yeah, That's when you got to get your tanks out there, maybe some shields out there till you get your team out and have yeah. them move around a bit. But uh, yeah, okay. Now we I geeked out about wrestling. Now we're geeking about uh, esports, but that's that's pretty cool. And uh, do you guys have anything uh, big coming up here or uh, uh, just that, the invitation? Just the invitation on the fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I I've been trying to look for some local stuff so my kids can. Uh, try to compete in that. There's a Las Cruces Smash crew, okay. I think. Uh-huh. I'm in touch with one of the guys, Lorenzo Belmontes, I believe mm-hmm. is his name. Well, yeah, yeah I, th- I think we could probably, you know, we need to get some uh, recreational leagues maybe here yeah. in Las Cruces. Maybe oh, there's oh, a few yes. places, um, you know. Um, we just need probably, probably Zia Comics or something else like that might yes. be able to help you out with that. You know, maybe we'll, you know what, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. I'll see what right. I can do for you. Yeah, that one's just but, uh, sprouting, you know, yeah. but, but it's going to get big. Cool. Awesome. But uh, thanks for thanks for coming in like yeah. that. I'm really curious about that uh, on eSports right there. It's a new thing that is there, and it is an, it's an official sport. Yes. You've got your teams. You've got your JV. You've got your varsity. You've got uh, the NMSU teams. So we've got high school, college teams. They can lead to professional game playing. Yes, the the actual playing of video games can be a professional mm-hmm. sport. You can earn money at it, yeah. and all you've got to do is just make sure that your uh, your your thumbs are working and everything else right there. Got to train your thumbs a little bit. That's when you see these guys walking around with big hands. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's not like that. But it, it it's a lot of fun, and I'm really glad to see that something like that is kind of coming around. It gives a lot of opportunities for some kids as well. So yes. that tournament is going to be March fourth. And that's going to be at the Colbert Center. So we look forward. I'm looking forward. I'm going to stop by and see if I can catch your team out, see how they're doing it there. Awesome. So thanks for stopping by. And, of course, thanks for uh, tuning in right here uh, for Mesilla Valley News Sports Podcast. As you know, every week we are right here on the patio at the uh, Amador Live Eatery and Entertainment District, right outside of the Broken Spoke. You can see the sign up above us, and you can stop by here every Tuesday at 6 o'clock and uh, join us. So enjoy your week. Have some happy sporting, and I'll see you next Tuesday. Right here for Messiah Valley News Sports.